Hollywood writers are obsessed with the concept of an asteroid heading towards Earth and destroying civilization. But is this something we really should be worried about? I'm Kate the Chemist, and on my podcast, Seeking a Scientist, we meet the mastermind behind a real-life mission to divert the path of an asteroid. Subscribe to Seeking a Scientist, made possible by the Starris Institute. UpToDate wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. The 1983 film The Right Stuff won four Academy Awards for its depiction of NASA's early years. It's a great story, but it isn't the whole story. Another film, The Space Race, documents the history of black astronauts, including that of Kansas City-born Ed Dwight, who was selected as NASA's first African-American astronaut candidate in 1961. Among other things, the film explores why Dwight didn't make it into space after JFK's assassination in 1963. Kansas City's A-STEAM Village, which provides programming in science, technology, engineering, art, and math, was selected by National Geographic to host screenings of the movie. Tomorrow, A-STEAM is showing the space race at the Gem Theater. It's a fundraiser to send students to the 50th National Society of Black Engineers Convention in Atlanta. Now we're joined by the executive director and founder of A-STEAM Village. That's William Wells, Jr. William, good to have you. Thank you for having me. And A-STEAM student Nicholas Neal. Nicholas has been involved with A-STEAM Village for seven of his 16 years, and his goal is to become an automotive mechanical engineer. Nicholas, good to have you. Welcome. Thank you. So, William, tell us more about A-STEAM and its mission. What is it? Our mission is simply to provide access to STEM programming that's important for this digital economy and get these young people early, third grade, get them thinking math, science right now. And they're, they're doing it. He's, he's proof of point. And, and when he looks up, he sees one. Are you focusing mainly on people of color because they've been so underrepresented in that field? Uh, we are focusing on people of color, uh, but we're open to everybody. We, we, our summer camp, we have two sessions, an eight-week summer camp that runs in June and July, and we get students from all over. So we actually become a melting pot of different socioeconomic demographics, but our focus is on wow. low-income, at-risk students. Well, Nicholas, you've been part of ASTEAM for seven years at this point. How did you first get involved? Um, well, I first got involved by watching a YouTube video about RC cars, and they were having. But, I guess, but watching a, a video of, of what? Well, it what was are like, RC cars. Yeah, RC cars are these little, tiny cars. Okay, they're like tiny cars that are controlled by a remote, and um, they were having a competition of showing how good their cars are, and my great grandmother decided she was like a steam village is having a little fundraiser and they want you to come in so i came in they had the xboxes set up and everything i was like oh my gosh i love this <laughs> so we talked to mr wells to ask if we can join and he said yes so yeah i've been in the steam village for that long i understand you've also been involved with the digital kc now project which provides internet access to underserved urban areas tell me more about your role there um, You're a busy guy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, My role there, we recently did a project with Zoe Brothers. It's an art center that we went to go connect broadband with. Mm -hmm. And um, we did the cameras, the Wi-Fi. So connected to Wi-Fi, we did that. Wow, good for you. 
Well, how does the space race, the film, tie into A-STEAM's mission beyond the fundraising aspect here, William? Well, if you recall, when Hidden Figures came out, there was no prequel. And as you pointed out at the beginning, there is a prequel to this film. Mm-hmm. And it's important if you want to be something, you have to see, you have to have that path. So I'm sitting here and I'm hearing Nick, and I just found this out yesterday, he wants to pursue automotive engineering. Mm-hmm. But there's a young man that I know that he knows that looks that he looks up to named Tony Gant. Tony left here in Kansas City, graduated from Lincoln, came to us in the fifth grade. This past May, he graduated from Arizona State University with a degree in automotive engineering. With less than a month after graduating, he got hired, and now he's over U-Haul International's conversion of their fleet from gas to electric. Oh, my gosh. So he has a blueprint. He has a roadmap, and there are plenty of them. I mean, we've had students that are in the armed services. They're in college. They're working at Microsoft. And this is what you're looking for. Exactly. Mentors. Exactly. Role models. Yes, sir. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, Nicholas, you've seen the documentary already. What did it mean to you to see this story told by a platform as well known as Disney and National Geographic? Well, first, I didn't know there was any more black astronauts, actually. I just knew about Mae Jemison. But it inspired me to pursue my career and it inspired me that I can do anything. What was your favorite part of the film? Actually, I don't really have a favorite part. Actually, all of it was you like the my whole thing. Part, the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I don't have a favorite well, let's part. go ahead and listen to a clip of the film here, so it'll give our listeners a sense of what this is all about. I would have made it to the moon. They were not gonna let that happen. Representation becomes critically important to help us keep moving down that path. Back in the day, they were saying that blacks are too ignorant to be flying in space. I'm smitten to tear up there doing all these wonderful things. Black history is American history. We forget it at our peril. Wow. Well, the first voice we heard there was Captain Ed Dwight, a born Kansas City and who's highlighted in this film. William, you've been in contact with Dwight. Uh, have you been in contact with him as you've gotten I, going here? Yes, we've been in a lot of contact over really? the past uh, month and a half. Yes. It was, and your students as well? Um, they haven't got to speak with him. My board yeah. chair did, and it was really interesting. My board chairman's a retired nuclear engineer from out at Bendix. And mm-hmm. uh, when we had the first call, he says, oh, Mr. Dwight, you... Uh, spoke to me and a small group of us at Bendix in 1966. And so that was like, let me get my popcorn and listen to you all talking <laughs> and hear the story. Totally aligned story with the movie, but it was a totally different industry. It was just engineers in general. We'll be right back. The whole point of the space race is this story of Ed Dwight, again, this Kansas City, uh, one of the first black astronauts has sort of been overlooked over time, hasn't it? it? It has. It hasn't been told. I mean, we're all here from Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri, and we're just finding out about Ed Dwight, and I'm 59. Yeah. That's, that's kind of uh, how many lives or how many people, how many eyes would have opened if we would have known that? It seems to me that he should be a part of the curriculum in Kansas City, Kansas. You yeah. should be celebrating him. We tried to get him on the show today, by the way, and just weren't able to connect with him. But what's it like to rub elbows with somebody like that who's truly an historic figure? Um, it's inspiring. It's uplifting. But more importantly, it's not for me. It's for me, for these young people to yeah. see them. 
Um, there's a mentor of mine that started Du Bois um, Learning Center, um, Leon Dixon. He said, every time we lose one of our elders, we lose a, a, a whole encyclopedia, yeah. a book. And so if we can get these people's story told and get these stories told and them to tune in and see it, we're going to have a better place. We're, we're, we're going to move forward. Nick, I gather having a chance to meet someone like him someday would be something that's on your bucket list at this point. Yes, yes. What would you like to know? What would you want to ask him? What would you want to know about his story? I want to know what happened or basically not what happened, but how he felt after everybody was against him and how he felt before everybody was against him. He really had to persevere, didn't he? Really had to hang in there. Always a good lesson for any young person to sort of latch on to, isn't it? it Yeah. Yeah, I will say this, and this is a this is a very important point. He mentioned Mae Jemison. Mae Jemison was our keynote speaker this who, past. Who, who was Mae Jemison? Doctor Mae Jemison, the first woman of color okay. to space. About three or four years ago, we had Doctor Guy Bluford here wow. as our keynote speaker. So he's actually got to meet two of the astronauts that are in the movie, and they're talking about. Well, you didn't meet Doctor Bluford. I think that was before your time. But yeah. we've had we've had him here in town. So are you going to get Ed Dwight to come out? We're hoping so. He's 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 um. There's a top secret thing that he's getting ready to do in March that oh. Nicholas printed a little medallion for him to take with him, and we can't say. It, and I've told him I wouldn't. So yeah, okay. just leave that as a cliffhanger. So news is coming about Ed Dwight down the road, is what you're saying? Absolutely. And I sense it's significant news. Too. It is. Very very significant. Let me put it like this. Um, Nicholas is what he printed says a steam village. It has KC and then it has God's timetable, which means things happen on God's timetable, not ours. Well, I can begin to imagine. I'm going to keep my mouth shut too here. <laughs> Let's talk more about your event tomorrow evening, William. Walk yes, us through sir. what's going to happen here. Um, so we're going to have um, a screening at the gym theater of the space race in so the seven o'clock Thursday seven at the gym. Seven o'clock 18th Thursday. And Vine District. Yeah. Yes, sir. 18th and Vine District. Our parents and students have a fundraiser. And so they'll be doing their fundraiser. I think they have a bake sale. They have um, clothing drive, a 50-50 raffle. And we're still contemplating. We have a signed space shuttle by Dr. Mae Jemison that she did when she was in August. And we're still determining if we're going to, if this is the time to make that available for, for a fundraising item. But and the money that you raise is going to be used to do what? 100% of the money goes towards getting 30 students, no, it's 20 students, I'm sorry, to Atlanta, Georgia, March 20th through 24th for the National Society of Black Engineers 50th Annual Convention. We culminate our year every year going there. They they prepare all from since September till March to go to robotics competition, race car competition. They have college readiness workshops. And we have some juniors and seniors that will be going to the college fair and their scholarship opportunities. So this mm. is not just a STEM field trip. This is a important piece in their development in their journey of going to post-secondary school or into the workforce. Will Nick be going to Atlanta? Absolutely. Have you been there before to um, this conference? Not to the conference, but I've been to Atlanta, Georgia. Before. Yeah, okay. What Wait you a minute, for? you've been to the Nesby conference. He's asking, have you been to the Nesby? Oh, yes, yes. I've been <laughs> all the time. Tell me about it. What, what happens there? It's the most best experience that you will ever experience. Really? Um, Maybe there, for you, but a guy, if I went there, I wouldn't understand anything. You oh, understand stuff. You I don't understand would. what it is. What you, I, you mm-hmm. will walk up to each table. You will ask the team what their mission is, what they do in the challenge, and each team will explain what they're doing what their mission is and how they're going to fix it. And the competition, they always come up with a problem. 
Mm. We have to come up with a solution. So let's say a water dam broke. We would come up with a solution to fix that. Wow. Or to prevent it. And so, you guys actually are competing then too. You're trying yes. to solve whatever problem. Have you gotten the problem yet? Have they posed it to you? They haven't. I let the, we, we teach them self-governance, right? Mm -hmm. So that when they go through their competitions, if any adults get involved or help them with any, we, they get penalized. Oh. So we practice the way they play. Mm -hmm. And and um, he just said something I think is the it's the bottom line of our organization. And that's a, the engineering design process, right? Mm -hmm. Identify a problem, brainstorm a solution to a problem, build a prototype, test it. It's going to fail. Keep doing that that iterative process yeah. until you have a success, and then you share it. But you don't apply that to robots. You apply that to life. And that's why I tell everybody, all of us on this planet are engineers. Why? Because all of us are going to have what? Problems that yeah. we're going to have to come up with a solution with. So if we can get him to thinking like that, now we've moved over into mental health because now you're starting to talk about conflict resolution. Mm. You're starting to say, you know what? Instead of me reacting, I need to respond. And when you respond, you're thinking through what is the best response? What is the best way to address this problem? William, just quickly, if someone listening wants to get their kid enrolled in a STEAM village or they want to support your mission, mm -hmm. how do they do that? Okay. If they want to get their child into a STEAM village, all they have to do is go to our website. It's asteamvillage.org. It's pronounced as team village.org. Well, if I mispronounced it, it's as no, it, no, it's 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 a steam village. I was yeah. just sometimes okay. we slow it down to say a s t e a m. So yeah. it's as a team as team dot oh, org. And if they want to um, support the movie tomorrow night, all they have to do is go to Ed Dwight D W I G H T dot esteemvillage dot org. That sounds great. Again, seven p.m. Thursday evening at the Gem. This fundraiser to send students to this. National Society of Black Engineers Conference in Atlanta. Yes, sir. Best of luck to you, Nicholas. You've you. got a great future. I can see it right now just looking at you here. That's uh, Nicholas Neal. He's an A-STEAM Village student, executive director and founder of A-STEAM. William Wells, Jr. also joined us. Good luck. Appreciate Thank you, it. sir. You bet. Up to Date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancart, and Hallie Jackson. Our interns are Lauren Texter and Gabby Martinez. Paul Nakatura works our board. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening. <laughs>